You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. As always, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast space. And you can also find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you'll find links to not only this uh, podcast, but also some of our other shows like Cinematic Adventures and MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? Ronnie. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. And now we also got Rob. Rob, how are you? Hi, everybody. It's glad to be here. That's not what I asked, but okay. Jeez. It's going to be a weird one, guys. throwing things at people, so I was distracted. Yep, yep. And yep. Ronnie's distracted by looking something up. What are you looking up, Ronnie? Nothing. Ronnie doesn't even I'm know trying to distract him. I don't know why you're trying oh, to distract it's... Ronnie. I'm the oh, one who's hosting. <laughs> I know. All right. So we are continuing our journey because uh, we have... Next week, a week from today, almost, yeah. uh, we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness released. Oh, which I got bad news about that. Uh-oh. The wife said I can't go because she's away. So <laughs> I told her, oh, don't worry. go without her? Yeah. She, wink, she's, wink. Yeah, nudge, exactly. Nudge. Well, I will wait for, I will wait for you, <laughs> wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm recording with Brendan on Friday, so we can't go on Friday now. <laughs> so you'd be, you'd totally, when you're going to be watching it with her, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I did not expect that. <laughs> well, remember when we saw either, I think it was in uh, Endgame, Melanie was working, Ooh, yeah. and she was mad. We weren't even married at that, the time. You don't, yeah. you don't. Wow, you went without her for Endgame? Yep. That's like a, a, a contract breaker right there. Uh, this was when we were dating. It's fine. Uh, well, yeah, right, it then. was fine. You weren't engaged. Okay. No, not engaged yet. But uh, So we thought it would be fun. We did do an episode for Doctor Strange years ago when it first came out. Six years ago. Six years ago, we did an episode for the actual movie. But we thought it would be fun to revisit and kind of talk where Doctor Strange kind of went after his first movie. We're going to talk about the first movie a little bit. We're going to talk about his character. And then we're going to kind of talk about Infinity War, Endgame. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some of the other versions of him, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And yeah, it should be. this could be a fun one. Again, we're leading up to Multiverse of Madness. There are going to be no spoilers for Multiverse no. of Madness. So if you guys are listening to this afterwards, after the movie's come out, there's not a single spoiler for Multiverse of Madness because we haven't seen it yet. Because at the time of recording, it does not exist. In fact, at the time of recording, kind of exists. Um, this this is when when this show comes out, we will be 24 hours away from when the embargo lifts about the reviews and the everything. Reviews, yep. yeah, because uh, that re- that embargo is Tuesday morning at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you just say Tuesday morning? Tuesday morning at 9 p.m. That was 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time, and so we'll get a sense of what it is. And then in the sh- the movie comes out Thursday at seven. I'm assuming usually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, be- the only review that matters though. Is ours? Is ours? You know it. Oh, okay. Oh. Actually, I, I want to go even further and say the only reviews that review that ah, oh. oh oh the only review that matters is Ronnie's. That's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue, but yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what also matters? I'm not gonna edit that out, and people are just gonna wonder what happened to Rob. <laughs> well, he was trying to use words just now. Words, words elude me. It's been a long week. But before we get started, we do have some news, so I'm going to pass it over to Rob. All right, absolutely. So this week was CinemaCon, I believe was the name of it. Yeah. And so a lot of people got to announce their films. They made major announcements. So there were some big ones. The, the you know In the category of announcement that everyone was expecting, they announced the Batman 2 
would be coming out that they are going to make it, which it's you know it's making all the money. It's close to eight hundred million dollars uh, in box office, and now it's on HBO Max, so everyone can watch it, and it's still making money in the box office. So uh, real quick, from I'm putting my uh, co-hosts on the spot, your leading choice for the title of Batman Two. Batman again. Batmanier. Did you say Batman again? Yeah. Oh, the Batman Two. I'm going to go with the Bat Man. With like a comma? Yeah. Yeah. Batman ear. Batman ear. Batman 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's fair. That's a good one. So, yeah, Batman 2 is they're working on that. So, also in news of box office, which is the first of I'm mentioning some, Doctor Strange makes $42 million in advanced sales as of the recording. Of that's this not bad. Show. That's, a, that's a good start. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's good... I don't have my tickets yet. I know you guys probably don't have your tickets yet because we haven't talked about when we're going. Well, also, we. We used to be like that where like Thursday, 7 o'clock, middle row, like right. we, we were very dedicated and just work schedules and old s- occasional sleeping, I guess. And just, you know, scheduling in general just got tougher and tougher. So we – and also our theaters around us will do f- like yeah. seven different theaters in one yeah. where like it's like, all right, you can go – Four o'clock, four o five, four ten, four fifteen, four nine. I know. I looked up on Danbury like about a week ago how many tickets were available, and like for you know one of the major showings, there was still like a ton of seats, yeah. so I wasn't too worried. Yeah. So, but it's still selling out quite well. So, and right now it's still expecting to make in around two hundred million its opening weekend. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be a banger. Also at this uh, CinemaCon, Venom Three was confirmed. And uh, so I know we're all excited about. I so I'm so excited. Are you kidding? I go to these movies just to watch Rob cringe in a Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, it's so I'm sad. going just because I love Tom Hardy. That's fair. I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hardy. I, I I will. I've always said he's the best thing of those movies. But other than that, there's nothing good. Yeah. What should they call this one? The Coming of Spider Venom. Ew. <laughs> yeah, not your best. Oh. oh. <laughs> the Spider's Web. There you go. Uh, well, they're talking about Madam Web, so... Well, she's getting her own movie. Venom, but this could be a leading into that, it's good, so it's it could be, be like... Venom stuck in a web. Venom. Even let, more Venom. Let, <laughs> let it be webbier. We're let, trying harder. <laughs> let there be webs. <laughs> let them... Venom 3. Trust us. This one's better. At Venom least, 3. At, at it's least not it's, Morbius. Ah, you beat me to yeah. it. Yep, yep. All right, so now I'm going to say a bunch of words that uh, might not make sense in the order that I'm saying them. El Muerto is being made with Bad Bunny. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what any of those words mean. C- can you help me? Muerto means the French. Dead. In French. And French. Bad Bunny is a music artist. He, he does music? He, uh, that's probably he does music, and him. he's also a semi-professional professional wrestler. Okay. He's been on, like, WWE and stuff like that. Like a very small part, okay. you know, just from what I'm seeing on like social medias and everything. All so, of the social medias? All the medias of socialization. So, okay. who knows? So, here's what I have. It says that Sony has announced it and it's in development with Latin Grammy winner and platinum selling recording artist Bad Bunny. It came out of CinemaCon. And the character is also known as Juan Carlos. He's a super-powered wrestler who originally fought Spider-Man in a charity wrestling match in which he... Almost unmasked the red web slinger before being stung by Spider-Man with a paralyzing poison. His oppressor, El Dorado, came to claim his life, and he was saved by Spider-Man, after which the two team up to defeat Dorado. El Dorado. I don't... I, I said words, they beat but up a I car? don't know what... It, <laughs> I don't know what any of them mean. 
So I, I not is this a so this is this Sony, is Sony. Right? Sony. Oh. Don't forget, Sony has access to every God. Spider-Man character. Sony's being Sony. Sony, Sony got a Sony man. Yeah. <sighs> Watch it turns out to be one of the greatest movies of all time. I really hope one of these Sony <laughs> movies just blows us all away, and Rob's sitting there going, "I, I knew they'd get it eventually," <laughs> and we're like, "Uh huh." I, I have they, faith. After, after try number th- six hundred thirty-two, I, I, I had faith. I have. I, uh, Sony's the ex-girlfriend that you keep taking back, even though you know you shouldn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know she's going to cheat on you again. You know it's a fun time, but it breaks your heart every time. Oh. I feel like every movie should just have the subtitle "Red Flag." Venom, Red Flag. Sony so much. Sony's the Amber Heard of entertainment <laughs> at this point. Wow, too soon. Not soon enough. <laughs> yeah. No. In other news, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania has been bumped up. To February 2023, it changed spots with the Marvels. I'm, I, I'm excited because I would rather watch. Agreed. I, I, Man I, in the Wasp yeah. over the Marvels with Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am excited for you know. Uh, of course, Paul Rudd is America's sweetheart, so yeah. everyone yeah. loves Paul. And Rudd. They and they tease Kang the Conqueror and Loki, and we have seen right. nothing since. Yeah, and we know it's going to be coming forth in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Thank so. God we had Eternals before then, because. <laughs> I've conceded uh, on that point. Too yep. funny. And unlike Eternals. <laughs> finally, you might be able to talk about this a bit more than I can. Raising Dion was canceled after uh, two seasons. Oh, I thought oh, you the had the Netflix show. Yeah, the Netflix show. No. I know it's a superhero show. My brother was actually saying that he and his son were watching it and into it. So I think it skews slightly younger because his son is like 11 or 12 mm-hmm. at this point. So, And I know they were enjoying it. So I think it's like very much like a tween kind of mm-hmm. film, uh, a series. But yeah, unfortunately, they got canceled after two seasons. And, and speaking uh, of which, breaking news. This just break. happened about 10 minutes. This just in. Batwoman canceled after three seasons. Oh yeah, that's... I gave up on Batwoman during season one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it just didn't resonate with me. It was nothing about production value. It was nothing yeah. about the show. I know it had its fans, but it's a sign that the CW era versus really starting to yeah. to lose its momentum because they also have Gotham Knights coming out on the mm-hmm. CW with Misha Collins in it, mm-hmm. and uh, Jensen Ackles recently just said he would love to play Batman on it, yeah. and <laughs> I would be all about it. So I think. It was only a matter of time before Batman. I mean, they can always pick her up and put her in one of the shows like they did with like Kid Flash and, yeah, and yeah. Constantine went on to Legends. But it's also looking like Legends isn't going to get renewed either, Aww. unfortunately. Well, it, like you said, it is the CW Arrowverse is sort of on the wane. I think also it's being replaced with the HBO Max DC verse that's I coming I really forward. hope they move Superman and Lois to HBO Max. Yeah. Well, mm. and, and in other adjacent news, the Penguin started filming this week. Right. Yeah. On HBO Max. So it's, it's yeah, I think that's the way we're going i I think well here's the other thing is i think network television for the most part is is on its way out you know we're in the era of of streaming so yeah unless you're sure unless you're watching netflix woof lost netflix lost like a ton of people and a ton of money and yeah there's nothing on well even better like netflix is like i don't know why we lost so many people after we raised our prices and stopped password sharing and, so and also stop, you know, kept making movies that nobody wants to see. They're, yeah, so many of the they, Netflix movies they are do so bad. Have some gems in them, uncut gems. But <laughs> no pun. There was no pun intended. In it, but well, they um, they have yeah. for their original movies. There's not many good ones. No, like series wise, like you know, we watched Bridgerton. We loved it. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. yeah, there's there's great series, Lock and Key. But as far as they keep wasting money on these big movies, like I didn't even watch it. That uh, Rock Ryan Reynolds Red Gal Gadot movie. Yeah, yeah Red we didn't. I didn't watch it either because no one that, wanted to. Uh, 
we watched it. Me and Jacqueline watched it. I mean, it, the fact that you had those three kind of saves the movie. Awesome. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, if there was just anybody else, it would have been a yeah. Like <sighs> Netflix seems to be all about throwing big money at big name actors and then hoping it goes well from there. Like That's they why don't seem raising to, their prices. Yeah, they don't seem to be investing in good writing and good directing. Mm-hmm. You and need the problem to have all also, those. The problem also is you you do a Netflix, HBO Max, and Disney Plus are doing it smart where. They're releasing shows and good shows yes. too, but they're doing week to week. That's why they're keeping subscribers. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Netflix it got famous for its binging content, and yeah, I waited three years to watch season two of The Witcher. We finished it in a week. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's part of the problem is I've been noticing this too that HBO Max releases their release uh, strategy is to do a series but do it week by week, um, whereas Netflix will just like you said binge and just they just dump it all at yeah. once. And I, I wonder too. They don't if, have any shows. Yeah, I wonder too if like the that. era of binging is sort of like it's on the wane. Like people are more like to, if you want to retain viewers and eyeballs, you need to release it week by week. You can't yeah. just do it all at once. I mean, I I think we still many of us wait until the end of the all the shows to mm-hmm. want. Like I know there's a, a handful of shows that just premiered in the past week or two for me on HBO Max, and I'm like, yeah, I'm interested in those shows, but I'm just going to wait until they're all done, and then I'll just watch them all in a row because I can't wait week to week. The other challenge, too, is the fact that there's so many shows that you want to watch that yeah. you almost have to binge them. Like It's like, well, I have these two shows that come out on the same day. Right. How am I going to spend two, three hours of my time watching these shows when I could just wait and just watch... You know, spend the two hours and watch two episodes of the same yeah. show. But I, did any of you even see that new Ryan Reynolds movie with the... Uh... Project Adam? Yeah. Oh, I want to see it. I did. You did? Was I, it any good? I liked it. You liked yes. it? Yes. Okay. Oh, it was Ryan Reynolds and the guy who did Free Guy. Yeah. Okay. They got a good so, combo. Yeah. All right. So that pretty much wraps us up on news. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are talking all things Doctor Strange. But first, a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. All right, we are back, and we're, we're excited to talk Doctor Strange. It's been a while, and it's funny. He's one of those characters that's been around in the MCU for so long, but only has one movie. Yeah. And then he's a supporting character in all these yeah. other movies. I, I think it might be because he is considered one of the more powerful beings of the entire MCU. Like, yeah. He, he boasts a lot of power and a lot of ability. So, he I mean, he went toe-to-toe with Thanos. Yeah. By, with... I think Thanos had four Infinity Stones at the time, four or five, something like that. Like he was up yes. there. He had uh, power, space, reality. Is this th- when he was trying to get the Time Stone from him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like he and he he goes toe to toe with him, yeah, and he, yeah. he almost beats him. Like the only other person that came close to beating Thanos like that badly was Wanda, Wanda and, and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Wanda would have. I definitely oh, yeah. think Wanda would have, and Captain Marvel probably could have. I mean, too. to me, Wanda's. 
probably the strongest Marvel character you have. Which is why I'm really excited to see them interact. Because, yes. again, it feels like WandaVision was so yeah. long ago. I should yeah. mention, too, and I didn't mention this in the news, there was clips and information that came out about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this week, and I don't want to mention it because I want to be spoiler-free going in. Yeah, like, of a couple tough. different characters that are they that they confirmed are going to be in it and a couple events that are happening. So I'm like, nope, nope, I don't want to actually excites me because look at no way home where they did re- knew, they revealed the- dr strange they revealed green in in their marketing and obviously yeah. we all we i all gotta do. say going into no way home i watching it i felt like i had already seen the movie yeah i already knew yeah it. Yeah, yeah you kind of knew what was going on but nothing surprising yeah. except for when we got introduced to people yeah and of course you yeah. know it's still it's still the fun fan oh, service yeah. moments and all that stuff i'm trying to stay away from it myself but it's tough like even just like the clickbait articles that show yeah. what they're gonna you're like ah oh, damn it yeah. but uh so let's start at the beginning uh what you very good place to start usually in our podcast, you never know, though. Yeah. So 2016, Doctor Strange. That's six six years ago. You know what? Yeah. That's the thing that shocked me the most, because I rewatched the film this week, and I hadn't watched it. I've This is the third time I've ever seen it. And I was surprised that it had only been six years. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like it was just decades ago, because he feels like he's been around for so long. And I, I just couldn't believe this. No, it's only been six years. And yeah, I, I was surprised. It, it Doctor Strange, the movie, has always been one of the lesser Marvel movies to me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Like, it's always felt like it was Iron Man it's with magic, magic. Magic Iron Man. And I have to say, it watching it, it was way better than I remembered mm-hmm. it. I think he's just underappreciated because he's yeah. not a well-known character. To me, this movie is better than any of the Iron Man movies. I would say it's better, it's better than Iron Man 2 and 3. But... See, I would still fight everyone on Iron Man 3. I know. I still like. I, I'm an enormous fan of Iron Man three. And Shane Iron Black. Man three is very grateful for its one fan. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority on that one. You're the you're yeah, the minority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Shane Black. I know. But you again. That's a that's a case. You love the director, not so much the that's movie. That's true. Yeah. I love his style. So we get introduced to Doctor Strange, and he is very. I like. I hate to make the comparison, but he is very Tony Stark. I, I completely yeah. agree. He's a very similar character to Tony Stark to the point where when they interact it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah but in the meantime because they're not going to interact for another four years after this movie yeah until Infinity War yep mm, true okay so you get introduced to him and I think this movie also benefits from having such an incredible cast you got Mordo in it you've got even uh the you mean clo- like character wise or actor wise both okay I just did not want to try and pronounce Mordo's actor's name because I don't for yeah so uh <laughs> that guy and uh, that's not me trying to be disrespectful it's just I'm being respectful because yeah, I cannot pronounce it I have I have put, put in like what god never mind just move on word <laughs> so and also even like the cloak of levitation had its own personality yeah yeah I will say that Doctor Strange had one of the weaker villains with Kaecilius yes and I will also argue that the Ancient One was more of a villain than Kaecilius actually was. And then Dormammu, to have such a big cosmic-level threat in your first movie. Do you see Kaecilius as the main bad guy? No. I think the Ancient no. One is more of a bad guy. Okay. Because I, well, I also view Dormammu as the main bad guy. Unfortunately, when you're when he's so easily he is a big bad in Marvel. He's yeah. like Mephisto level. He's like Galactus level. He yeah. he's a big bad guy. The fact though that it was you know, and obviously we we laugh about the Dormammu have come to bar, the bargain right. uh, yeah. time loop. The fact that he's banished so easily, well, not and, easily, but like so quickly, yes, and so on screen, so literally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a waste of a character in all honesty. If they had just kept Kaecilius as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And made it th- and gone that way, 
I think it, the movie would have benefited from mm, it. Yeah. Could you make an argument that Mordo is sort of the bad guy too? Not in this movie. Okay. You I think know. in the next movie though? Well, yeah. I'm curious to see what his role is because at the end of Doctor Strange, Mordo is taking magic from other characters. And also, we know Mordo's in this movie, but the one benefit of Multiverse of Madness is all these characters might be variants of the characters. Yeah. We have no clue. Like, it is no secret that Professor Xavier's in this movie. And the fact is, it may be the one that we've seen, mm-hmm. but it may be a, a variant. Like, yeah. we, we got introduced to variants in Loki and in Spider-Man No Way Home. So I'm curious to see if all the characters in this movie are the characters we expect. Because we've seen clips and footage. Like, there's clips of, of Mordo that are out there and he's got longer yeah, hair i've seen that i wouldn't be surprised if it's mordo from another universe that's true we have no idea yeah. so or is the mordo we got introduced to from another universe i do, oh, they really have to my so, brain is folding in on itself <laughs> so here, here's also the problem that mcu is facing right now dc established its multiverse rules very quickly here's this world here's this world there are ways to get there but otherwise they don't interact yeah, yeah. they share the same space but different frequencies like flash explains it Marvel is we had Loki where they showed the timeline separating right. mm-hmm. but does that mean there were there was no multiverse beforehand like they need to Ex- explain we, I will take some exposition in this in multiverse of madness I'll gladly yeah. take it Well and I have to say one of, that was one of the things that pointed out that was most significant to me in rewatching this film was all of the descriptions and warnings about messing with the space time continuum and yeah. the multiverse like that's that was stuff obviously that wouldn't have stood out to me the first time in seeing it but now that I know like Spider-Man No Way Home and No Multiverse of Madness coming out oh wow they were setting that up back in 2016 for this sort of like folding over of time and, and how much of a mess it's going to be Doctor Strange was the first movie that mentions the multiverse for Marvel yeah. I yes I couldn't believe that when he said multiverse because I always oh, the, thought the it ancient was ancient one says it first yeah. I always thought it was the second Spider-Man movie right and, and then mm-hmm. it turned out to not be right yeah so yeah Doctor Strange was the first movie that mentions the potential of a multiverse and then obviously it's been extrapolated in more recent things like I, like I mentioned first in WandaVision where they mm-hmm. tease it at the end right. then in Loki where they actually show it being I guess created, created? like we, it, again we, we need some explanation but we, well they also brought it up in Endgame and in Endgame which yeah, was correct, before yes. those shows yeah. yeah so there there has been some but it's been more of a time travel type multiverse yeah. And then it wasn't until No Way Home and Loki that we finally saw, well, these are just you from other universes. And what if? And what if? Yeah. But, you know. What like, if doesn't count? Well, it's going to count now. <laughs> it looks like it might. <laughs> no, in so yeah, many all, ways. You, all you all that went, ah, I could skip that show. You're going to pay. Yeah, <laughs> you can still skip it. So <laughs> any final thoughts? Uh, something about Do- the character of Doctor Strange introduced in, in the Doctor Strange movie, a like and a, or a dislike from anybody. Oh. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go first. I like that he he does become the hero at the end, and he does it in his own way, which shows that he's still got that arrogance to him, but it, mm-hmm. he uses it better. Like, he breaks time to save the universe. Yeah. So he breaks the rules, to, and he's fine with it, and he's mm-hmm. like, I did and just to find the mean kind of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing I don't like about Doctor Strange and magic in the MCU as a, as a whole, I hate how it's all nonverbal. 
there's just something so cool about saying a spell like out Harry loud. Potterish kind of saying a spell in the books, yeah, yeah. but in, in the movies again, same I, thing. That's yeah. funny because actually Lauren and I were just complaining about Harry Potter because Harry, and this is where we think Fantastic Beasts went off the rails, and even to some extent, the last few Harry Potter movies is that wands stopped being wands with spells and they turned into guns. Exactly. Yeah. You know they they and, and, they're Harry, not, and like you said, there's not like that in the books in Harry mm-hmm. Potter the books like. It was difficult to do nonverbal magic, yeah. and it was something they had to learn. But like, I think of a character like Doctor Fate or Constantine or uh, Zatanna, especially. She's mm-hmm. famous yeah. for her backwards incantations. I, I think Agatha did some actual spells. Mm-hmm. So, like Agatha, okay. when I think magic, yeah. I think of Agatha. You know, for Doctor Strange, as much as I love like the cool hand motions, I feel like I'm watching the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. And basically, it's him clapping, spin, <laughs> clap hands spin. open. Well, like the, and it, it's cool, yeah. but. See, yeah. I, I can argue that. I mean, I do like it. I, I do like being able to hear the incantations, but I wonder if it's got something to do with the ring. Because the, sl- the sling ring? Yeah, the sling right. ring. Because, you know, I mean, it's on the same hand that you wear your wedding ring, right? Okay. okay. Which, I'm going with this. Right? Which the reason it's on this hand is because you got that vein that goes directly to your heart, right? So I wonder this if This is it's, all news to me, actually. You really? didn't know that? No. Yeah. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so that's Says why it's the newlywed. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's on the the left ring, really finger. Yeah, I didn't know that. So Jackie told me to say this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my wedding ring. Yeah, oh right. my gosh, where's that? <laughs> so I don't wear mine very much. Um, so my guess is it probably like somehow has a connection to your mind or your heart. So like if you're just thinking the incantations, and that's why that you do the hand movements, it automatically knows instead of having to go. This, this, and this. Because also, if you think about it, if I'm trying to give an incantation to somebody that knows magic, they're going to know what I'm doing. Mm. And they I'd can be stop so, it. I'd be so annoying. Somebody tried to do a spell. I'd be like, no, 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 yeah, no. Like, just <laughs> try to mess with them. I mean, we see it. They, if you think about it, if we, we kind of see it where yeah. it kind of gets messed up because in oh, Spider-Man, oh, when he he's talks doing it, over it, he yeah. says, stop talking. I need you to. Exactly. Does he still have the sling ring? Yeah. He takes it back from Ned at the end. So. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if like you know, sort of like that Dumbo idea of oh, you didn't need the feather all along kind of thing. No, he still uses he it. Still yeah. uses it. And okay. In some of the clips that I've seen for this new movie, he's wearing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on. Or Our next. Oh, oh, sorry. Excuse me, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, because you guys were both talking. Hey. Yeah, sorry. You're good. You're bad. I, I didn't give either. You do, you just argued with me. <laughs> yeah, I just argued with you. I, I thought it was a great introduction to the character. You know, there there are flaws with this movie, but I thought this was a great movie overall you know and you know a a bad thing about it is it wasn't very comic book accurate they they took a lot of liberties with the characters i would say yeah yeah. i don't know like with like ancient one and ancient one is that's a whole and and mordo as well the ancient one is still very problematic to me that they put tilda swinton in there and i think they know that too they know that too just like the mandarin thing and iron fist yeah and then iron fist and then i i agree baron mordo he was just purely a bad guy yeah okay now they're trying to make him a little bit more sympathetic more of a zealot rob did you say your bad thing? Oh, you did. Yeah, right. the that character. was it. Yeah. So my good thing, wow, those special effects. Oh, they're very good. Holy oh, cow. Yeah. Those are amazing. And it's it's I, I it was funny too, because it came out a couple of years before the movie Tenet. Did you ever see Tenet? 
So you have. So I, I sensed, like, I'm sure you then know what I'm talking about. Like a lot of those backward moving yeah. uh, mm. things with special effects. I, like I saw that laying the groundwork for Tenet, which mm-hmm. was kind of neat. It still holds up even just six years later. The the special effects when he goes into the multiverse, when he's first thrown into it by the Ancient One, just astounding. Oh, and on a side, I got to watch it. I'm, I don't know if you guys rewatched it this week, but I rewatched it on Disney+. Plus. And Disney Plus now incorporated all of their IMAX stuff into their showings. Yes. Oh. And so you can watch like bigger screen stuff as it was viewed in the IMAX, which is kind of neat. So the multiverse special effects stuff is huge. Like yeah. it's, it's really neat. You get the full effect of it. We should watch uh, Inhumans then. <laughs> oh. The mirror dimension. That's right. The first Inhumans was meant for IMAX. And I remember. Shot yeah. with IMAX cameras. But that that I love those special effects. Yeah, him going in is super psychedelic. My negative. I felt that they rushed him to the car accident. Okay. I would have loved to have seen more because this is really a story about hubris and humility of him thinking he's so much greater and him like being knocked down and learning to mm-hmm. build himself back up through being a humble person and, and, and knowing he needs to use the help of other people. And I would have liked to have seen more of him just being awful and, and being this not Ar- not not arrogant. Just arrogant. Yeah, arrogant is better than awful. Like because he mentions his relationship with Rachel, with, with Rachel McAdams' character, Christine. Uh, Christine, and you know also Michael Sturberg's character, the other doctor. Where yeah. you know there's there's tension there. I would have liked to have seen more of that. But just him being like the big shot badass uh, playboy that he always seems to be. I wish we had another ten minutes of that. That's, a, that's almost another... like him going to where the heck was he going? Com- oh, that. No, 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 no. He's talking no, about the, the dinner the, the event dinner. or whatever. Yeah. And then like the accident happening on the way back or yeah. something like I'm that. I'm not saying he has to be awful to people, but just him looking so like, oh man, that guy is awesome. I want to be him. Like, yeah. Because Tony Stark, I feel like we had that time with him, you mm-hmm. know, just being this billionaire well, playboy. They also played it safe with Tony Stark because Tony Stark in the comics is very unlikable. Oh, very. Terrible alcoholic, terrible, you know, deviant. Like he's just, he's not a good dude all yeah. the time, yeah. but they... They want. He was charming and likable in the movie, so that's how they kept it. I feel like, and and this was a complaint I had. I know this is going way back. A, a complaint that I had with um, X Men First Class that they rushed him into the chair. Oh, absolutely. I feel like the Marvel Universe, everyone involved with Marvel, whether it's 20th Century Fox or MCU rushes people to where we expect them to be mm-hmm. which is why i think a lot of people for i've been reading this a lot this week with batman too everyone is saying don't rush the joker in because that's right. what we expect he's not going to be in it I, I i hope even if he is until in it, the very for, end yeah and that's yeah. great so often we these the, the, a lot of the makers of these universes rush us to what this is what you know and this is what you expect and we're going to give it to you within the movie's mm-hmm. time and it's like no you don't need to you know take your time build the character we know it's going to get there eventually but trust mm-hmm. your audience a little bit more all right so How about you good and bad i did my good and bad. Oh, what was it the lack of magic spells, oh, right. incantations, and stuff like that. That was my bad. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So moving on, appearance of him is actually in Thor Ragnarok, and it's a very, it's a <laughs> yeah. brief, which is teased at the end of Doctor Strange. It is teased at the end, and we won't talk too much about it. It's basically, it's just, it's more of a, a cameo. It's a fun scene where it just moves the plot along. So we won't really spend too much time on it. I will say it is good in that we get to see that Doctor Strange is settling into his role of being Sorcerer Supreme knowing the spells and being in charge of that the New York office. Yeah, it, it's fun. So m- the next time we really see Doctor Strange and he's actually in a movie is Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And the movie starts off with the Hulk basically landing in his house. 
And yeah. we see the the dynamic. Him and Wong are there, and they're you know they're Love they're doing Wong. yeah. We didn't even mention Wong, but like their back and forth is a lot of fun. And Doctor Strange is really just there because he has the Time Stone. Like I hate to yeah. say it, I feel like if he didn't have the Time Stone and he wasn't protecting the Time Stone, he wouldn't have even gotten involved. Mm-hmm. Which I, I hate to say, but like they say it in Doctor Strange, you know, the Avengers protect the world from these things. We do this. Yeah. Like we well, protect the world that's from an magical MCU threats. Thing because even the Eternals is like we protect them from these creatures and we don't get involved. Like everyone seems to have their role, which yeah. is weird, especially now yeah. with Moon Knight, where it's like there are all these Egyptian gods and they're not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. They send the one guy with dissociative identity disorder to go do some work. <laughs> but so I, I do firmly believe that if Doctor Strange did not have the Time Stone, he would not have been involved in yeah. any way, shape, yeah. or form. Because the only reason the Hulk landed there was because he was probably drawn to the Time Stone. Yeah. yeah. I will so. say I'm, I, I was thrilled to see the scenes between him and Tony Stark. They yes. were, they were was, really good. They played off of each other so well. Very, very good chemistry. The fact that they were both Sherlock's too. Like yeah. that's always oh, fun. Oh yeah. Oh, I, you know what? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think of that until you <laughs> mentioned that just now. And I've seen all the Sherlock's. So. Yeah. They yeah. were both, they were both Sherlock Holmes's. Yeah. So, for me, my highlight of Doctor Strange, I love the scene where they're on Thanos' planet and they're just talking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you know, this is the exposition dump. They're talking to Thanos and he says, you'll find that our will is equal to yours. Oh, yeah. And he does yeah. the cool, the cool like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. say it, the hand motions can be very cool. And, you know, Thanos is like, ours? And Tony Stark <laughs> just levels him. But he, it's interesting because to- he knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You see him use the time stone to see 16 million yeah, plus ways. Yeah. And there's only one way that they actually win. So he has seen all the way to Tony Stark snapping. We don't know if he's seen any further. And we also don't know. And obviously he sees alternate timelines. He's seeing the multiverse. Yeah. They just use timelines. Do you think that because he had to fight as hard as he could? Do you think he was actually trying to beat Thanos? Or he just knew he had to make it look like he was going to beat Thanos? Yeah, mm. that's a tough. I, I mean, because he knew the outcome, I feel like he's he was just going. You know what? I'm gonna go down with a fight mm-hmm. kind kind of mentality where I know how this is gonna end, but I'm not gonna just sit here and just twiddle my thumbs around. Do you think uh, it's because he needed to inspire Tony Stark to to take further steps in yes. his hero journey? I I, I think so. I, because you know they're both very similar you know, characters as, as far as their mentality and everything. So I think it was almost like, Hey, I'm laying my life on the line. You kind of got to do the same thing when it comes time to it. Cause they give the little wink, the little nod, like Tony knows what it's going to come down to at that moment. Essentially, game, yeah. He just doesn't know how it's going to happen. So Rob, so I'm going to say, I don't think either. And here's why. Okay. Do you remember, Remember, and this is a business model too, that you create those charts where it says, you know, if this, then go to that, if your answer oh, is yeah. yes. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah. are those charts called? Uh, I, the, the like flow, a flow like chart? A flow chart. Yeah, yeah, flow chart. I believe that Doctor Strange views the entire universe as a flow chart. Okay. And that he says, okay, here's what I need to go to to get Tony Stark to snap. What are the different steps that lead up to that? And he just follows the path. It's not about inspiring. It's not about like what actions do I have to make it look like. I think he's like, okay, I have to stand over here in order for this to happen. Then I need to make this arm movement for that to happen. And he just sees how everything builds upon one another. Mm -hmm. And, And as a result, he knows how to get Tony Stark to that point because he knows that's the one thing. So, and, and that kind of also helps me understand 
Doctor Strange's emotional detachment from things because he doesn't see anything as an emotional investment. He sees it only as a flowchart of like, you know, this step leads to that step, and and what do I need to do to get everything to go there? Right. So, so he's selfish. I think, I think he, he's coldly, he's a very big picture kind of person. Yeah. I, Again, I, ends justify the means for not him. Not mm-hmm. that this is in in evil intent when I'm saying this, but he's coldly calculating. Mm-hmm. He knows the equations because he's also a surgeon. He knows yeah. if I do this, yeah. this happens, and that's how he tackles his problem. Yeah, that's true. And it's not until this movie that we get to see him be different than Tony Stark. Yeah. And obviously he he appears at the end of Endgame and you know he has his line, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. Right. He's at Tony Stark's he funeral. Knows. He's he's very he's very little time in Endgame. So let's move on then to Spider-Man No Way Home. Cause I will argue that this is the time where his cold demeanor finally starts to crack. Mm-hmm. So when we get introduced to him, he's no longer Sorcerer Supreme. So nope. I hope they address that in the Multiverse of Madness. Because he, he was Wong. dead. Right. He, he was, was dead for five years. Yeah. Yep. And Wong's the new Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. And he agrees to help Peter. And I love their scenes. Like, they have some great scenes. You know, you don't have to call me sir. We saved half the universe. Yeah. Well, that feels weird. All right. Weird. That's, that feels weird, but I'll allow it. And there's something at the, ver- at the very end when Peter realizes, make them forget me. Tony Stark says a or Tony Stark. Doctor Strange <laughs> says a line where he's like, "All the people that love you, we will all for, like not remember you." Yeah. And it's that moment that you realize that, and that I think it's a testament to Peter Parker also that he is kind of the heart of the MCU at this point. Mm-hmm. He's like the the person that brings out the best in all these characters. Tony Stark, right? You know, it's it's because of Peter Parker that Tony Stark created time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was the inspiration. Well, I think that's why Marvel fought Kevin Feige fought so hard to keep him in the MCU. Oh, absolutely, away from Sony yeah. Because mm-hmm. he knows that so much is hanging on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what are our thoughts? On, not multiverse. No way home. Doctor Strange and where he kind of ends the movie. I'll let Ronnie go first. Question mark. Sure. I'll, I'll take the lead on all these things. Well, Rob has his thinking face on, and words are hard for him sometimes. Yeah, right. You know, he kind of stepped into the Iron Man role, I feel like, almost, in this movie. You know, he he realized that, you know, Tony Stark and Iron Man was this mentor for Spider-Man, mm. and now he's missing that. And what do you do? You find someone kind of similar without the money essentially without the money <laughs> you know talking about the the studios like hiring benedict cumberbatch over robert downey jr kind of money sure but you know so i, I feel like he kind of stepped into that hey you're my mentee now yeah. i'll show you how it's done so that's why he got very upset with him when he was like shut up i'm trying to do this spell you're gonna ruin it and i think that's why you kind of saw him get towards like that anger like you know almost like you would do like you know, to a kid, like you banish your the kid to the bedroom kind of thing because, you know, they were being obnoxious or whatever when you told them multiple times, you know, so I, I kind of get that feeling, you know, w- with him and because of that relationship, I feel like there was more to their relationship that we might not have seen in the movie for him just to be like, I love you essentially at the end, you know, at the end when he's like, we'll all forget you. You know, so, yeah. I, you know, I feel like there was a little bit more with the relationship that maybe we didn't really see in No Way Home. But then again, it was a Spider-Man movie, not a Spider-Man Doctor Strange movie. Right. Rob? I got to say, I think I need to rewatch No Way Home this week because I, you know, it's been, let's see, what are we, April? It's been four months and it was, I was in Florida. Was, yeah, I don't. What was the question? 
thoughts on Doctor Strange in No Way Home and where he kind of is at the end of it. Yeah, I really, I, I gotta say, I gotta, rem- I gotta rewatch because there's so, so much I don't remember about it. I, I, what I do remember is that mentor aspect. That I also remember that adversarial aspect between him and Spider-Man. That he knows what. Oh, and, and I feel like they're divided by age with that adversarial aspect. That he's the wise older mentor, and Spider-Man is the young kid who doesn't know any better, but he he's got heart. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's their that encapsulates their relationship. And so Doctor Strange is making decisions that are the wise decisions that Spider-Man doesn't have the ability to make because of his age, mm-hmm. and and. And that's what's fascinating because knowing everything, like this is what I, I had trouble wrapping my head around most when I was watching Doctor Strange is that knowing all of the warnings and everything he knows about tampering with the multiverse, I'm still shocked that he tampered with it in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. He, I really thought Doctor Strange was smarter than that. So it, like that, I got to say, that was something that shocked me with No Way Home was that he was so cavalier about allowing this spell to happen for Spider Man. Like, I, I, it was. It made more sense in the trailers when yeah. they said how dangerous it was. It seemed yeah. out of character for him because Doctor Strange just seems like he's more. He's he like you said. He's a big picture kind of guy. So I don't know why he would do those things. For he him. does say like you know he says to Wong he's like you know the kid's been through enough. Yeah. And you know he obviously I'm sure he's aware of some of the things that Peter Parker's been going through. It's it's public. It's news. in the news. Yeah. Right. You know, and he's like you know. I, I lost college. My friends lost college. I can't go anywhere. Like you know. But yeah, I I do agree. The the spell in No Way Home, when they find when they actually do it, like we thought in the trailers it was gonna be a little bit different. Right. I think they should have had some more consequences to it, and mm. like that's why it's such a big deal that it it was interrupted and it wasn't done the proper way, and we could have had some fun with that instead. Mm-hmm. Because also, you challenge Doctor Strange, he's gonna, it's his his ego he is gonna did. be like, I'm yeah. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do it. So I get, I agree. I really do agree that um, the way they actually did it in the movie, it would have been better yeah. if they did it like they did in the trailers. Now this makes me leads me to believe that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be sort of that repeat theme of hubris and humility that he thinks he's so much bigger than he is, but he's realizing he's messing with things that he doesn't understand. Right. So it, it, it I guess it's a logical character arc for him with No Way mm-hmm. Home, but n- knowing as little as we know about Multiverse of Madness, it's hard to say, you know, exactly if they... I can usually assume that Marvel makes all the... most of the right decisions when it comes to storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I'm looking forward to seeing where we go... In Multiverse of Madness, and that leads us to our last discussion point on Doctor Strange, and that is the what if Doctor Strange. Yeah. So we experienced what if. I do believe we did an episode on what we if. We did. We did. We. I also believe we were not kind. super impressed with what if, and mo- <laughs> no. most people weren't. No. Um, some pe- some things people really resonated with. Peggy Carter. Even this version of Doctor Strange people liked, but mm-hmm. then other aspects just fell really flat and just things that we didn't enjoy. But it does seem that. Strange Supreme, I believe, is that the title that they give to yeah. this one is yeah. going to be in Multiverse of Madness. At least that's what the trailers are making it seem. Whether he's a villain, whether he's a good guy, it's all up to debate. So yeah. I believe it was the third episode of What If, and it was called What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart. 
yes. instead of his hands. Instead of his hands, right. Yep. And it was all about what if Christine died instead of him getting injured and how would that have altered mm-hmm. him? Which, to be honest, re-watching Doctor Strange this week doesn't make too much sense because he wasn't all that emotionally invested in Christine. He said, we were brief lovers at best, I think was the line yeah. that he said. Yeah, I mean, that was also after his accident and right. his surgeries and stuff, and he wasn't in the right mindset. Right, not in a good place. But still, again, it's a different timeline. Yeah, but yeah, he... he he comes in and he's got this. He, well, there's a couple different versions of Doctor Strange. There's that Doctor Strange, which is in that episode, and then there's Zombie Doctor Strange, which comes in later. Which apparently right. that's going to be. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see what this sort of I, evil. What is he called? Sorcerer Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme. How that's going to play? It'll be interesting. Benedict Cumberbatch acting against himself yeah. uh, on screen because he is such a great actor. So to see him double acting can only be twice as good. We hope. <laughs> Not always the case, yeah. but we hope. Thoughts on Strange Supreme, Ronnie? I mean, based off of what we saw in What If, I'm like, eh, do we really need it in here? I'm hoping it's a lot different in the Multiverse of Madness. You know, it's a great character to have because I think, isn't he supposed to be stronger, more into like the magic Supposedly than Strange Doctor Supreme Strange? was stronger than Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, I know that they do fight at one point in yeah. the what if story yeah. but i do believe strange supreme was considered more powerful yeah. and i have to say more that, dangerous. that what yeah. if episode was actually my favorite out of all of them mm-hmm. i mean that's a relative term because they were all <laughs> not just okay this was like a 2 instead of like yeah, a 1 5 it really was so it, but it was one of my more favorite episodes yeah one of my more favorite episodes <laughs> but uh, i'm i'm looking forward to it again the multiverse stuff has been good so far mm-hmm. i think it, it it there's room to improve it and this movie looks like it's going to be the start of it, and I mm-hmm. and I hope that we're going to get some good multiversal stuff. If I can ask everyone, what do you hope? What what is your biggest hope for multiverse? Cameos, Cam- lots of cameos. I want cameos. I want to enjoy it, but I also want this movie to have consequences. Okay. I want it to it. You know, No Way Home as much as we loved. It only had consequences at the very end and just for Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. So I want to see – if you're going to introduce the multiverse, make it so that there are consequences to introducing So the I was going to ask what do you really want and what do you not really want. So it sounds like you really want cameos. You don't really want a consequence-free action. Yes. All right, mm-hmm. Ronnie? I kind of want to see just this tie into everything. You know, like the whole Venom stuff, Morbius, all that kind of stuff that kind of went – unexplained in Morbius and in No Way Home and everything. I want to see it all connect. That's that's really what I'm looking forward to is how does this all connect with the Sony-verse and the MCU and everything. Mm-hmm. Rob? What do you not want? Oh, what do I not want? I do not want a lighthearted movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Like that. yeah. I don't mind having the humor, but I agree. I want to see well, yes. some of that that darker stuff. I, I want to. I want to see like the little quips. I want to see you know the cape doing the cape kind of stuff yeah. and everything like that. But I don't want like a traditional MCU bright and quippy movie, bright and shiny. Yeah. I want to. I want to be scared. Mm-hmm. I want to have some good horror elements. And I will say they just, the British just put out their rating and they, they listed like their things that are really super scary. And they cited several jump scares. So I'm, I'm excited for, so I, I am looking forward to Raimi horror. I'm look. I want to be more than anything. I want to be 
surprised. Mm-hmm. I want like, and I think for me that was the most disappointing thing for No Way Home is that I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I knew everything that was coming, yeah. and it didn't. This movie, I know almost nothing going into it, and so I, I just I want to be surprised and just be brought on a journey. What do I not want? Flagrant fan service. Ooh, you and I are different on that one. All right, that's I fair. I don't want them pandering to the fans. Right. I, want I them... still want a solid movie. Right. Yeah. But... Like, and, and I'll go back, and this this is going to be a point of contention. I did not like the most recent Ghostbusters movie. That's fair. Because I felt it was nothing but... A fan film. Fan film. Oh, you guys like this? Here's more of it. Hey, we're going to make mentions of stuff that happened in previous movies, and you're going to feel cool because we're mentioning it. To me, that just was pandering to the audience. So I, I want, yes, cameos. I love that. But I don't want it to just be like, see this guy? You know this guy. You like him. Let's move on to something else. Yeah. I want it to be integrated and part of the story. And that's why I liked how Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire yes. were part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So, agreed. I agree. But uh, this was fun. Before we wrap it up, we do have Fan Feedback Friday this week. <laughs> Is okay? that the intro right. to Fan Feedback? It is now. I should make a new one. But uh, <laughs> if you could have any superhero's power for a day, what would uh, it be and what would you do? A lot of money involved. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Ronnie said I would take Batman's power of being rich. I would buy my dream home and cars fully paid off as well as transfer enough money for the mortgage, insurance, etc. If you buy the house you fully paid off, you don't need to do the mortgage. Well, no, but there could goose. be a second house that I get. I'm just saying, though. And like, rent you know, that one out for another income. Yeah, yeah there you I go. get that. So you'll be rich afterwards. I got you. A state genius. Buy, you can buy Twitter. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that, nobody well, no, does I don't, that. I don't think Batman has that much money. Seriously, though. Our friend Karina, she would probably want to see the future so that she can get the lotto numbers or stock market stock market gains or something along those lines. So Dr. Strange powers. I want to get those uh, that, that sports almanac, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Producer Melanie said Scarlet Witch's powers and... No explanation. No explanation, All and right. it terrifies me. And uh, we have Nightcrawler's teleportation maybe be on time for once. I, so. I, I would want, for me, I didn't get a chance to comment. I commented on Cinematic Adventures Day. Uh, uh, I see how it is. Fly, flying, flying. I, I just for a day. Just yeah, want to fly everywhere. I just feel the wind in my face. That would be awesome. Well, just go paragliding. Just run down the hill really fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick your head Jump. out the window while you're driving. Go cliff guys. Like Ace cliff dive. Go with yeah. a bunch of guys and go cliff diving. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's going to wrap us up for today. Don't forget, if you guys are looking for more content, you can find us on our website, themisfitfaction.com. You'll find links to Rob's reviews, Paul's articles, our other shows, and our brand new store, which uh, also has some new swag in it, a new sweatshirt, couple of shirts so make sure you guys check that out you can also find us on instagram twitter youtube and tiktok if you guys type in misfit faction there's a chance you'll find some of our material as always i'm paul i'm ronnie and i'm rob and we will be back in a flash see ya